1: And we have a treat for you this week. We have a leadership and personal development expert with us. And we're going to talk about, get this one, this is perfect uh, all the time, but especially right now as we're sort of coming out of this pandemic and, and you know transitioning a lot of different things in 2021. And so we're going to talk about um, a lot of different things, but we're going to specifically focus on how to get more intentional this year, more intentional about everything, about life, about your business, etc., so uh, our guest this week is none other than Mr. Anwar Aiken. Anwar, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks
2: for having me, Ken. How are you doing?
1: Oh, Fantastic, fantastic. I've, I've been looking forward to having you on the show since uh, I know it's been, oh, gosh, probably a couple of months ago when you signed up. So we, we had a bit of a backlog there, but been looking forward to having you on. So why don't we get started with, uh, first of all, by the way, I just found this out right before we, we went live, guys. So tell us the story behind uh, your name.
2: Uh, yeah so um my I was named after Anwar Sadat, the former president of Egypt. Um, my mom was actually when she was in college she wrote a paper on him um was really intrigued about some of his uh philosophies and how he was trying to be very democratic um, and she wanted to give me a very unique name and so um I think in my life I've only met one other person with my name.
1: yeah, no, it's super unique that's what I, I was intrigued by it when I was asking him about it before we started the show. That's when he mentioned that. I'm like, oh, that's super cool. I wanted to so I wanted to make sure we got that in. So, Anwar, tell us, um, why don't we get started with, tell us um, about your entrepreneurial journey. So, you know, start from as far back as you'd like, but um, kind of walk us through,
2: you know, your career and leading up to where you're at now. So, um, as, a, as a brief history, um, I've spent 16 years in operations management in the railroad. Um, I recently just left that at the end of last year. Um, and so I started off, Um, like most people in the railroad industry out there walking on the rocks, kicking cars. Um, Well, we say kicking it actually building trains and running them between uh, New Orleans and Baton Rouge. And that was right after Katrina uh, when I first started in the railroad industry. Um, And this coming March will actually be 20 years um, in the military between active duty and also uh, national guard and reserves. Um, Spent a lot of time going to, leadership academies and officer schools and jump school and, uh, military police leadership. Uh, so I've, I've always, I've always found myself in a leadership role. Um, the difference is being a leader in the military versus, I guess, being a leader, um, in the railroad are very, very different. Uh, and a lot of things that I learned in the military, um, despite what some people may think don't necessarily transfer as easy to the civilian side of the house. Um, so for me, a lot of my leadership journey was understanding how to take that knowledge and experience that I, I was gaining in the military and apply it on the in the civilian world in order to be successful.
1: That's interesting. Well, first of all, thank you for your service to the country. Uh, definitely appreciate that. And so I, it's interesting that you mentioned that because um, I've got you know family members that are military, current military, ex-military. Um, I've got several friends, same thing, and they've all said that before as well. Uh, echo what you had mentioned, how you know leadership uh, in the military versus in the civilian world are, are definitely different. Tell us, I guess, what what are some of those differences?
2: A lot of the difference is. And, and, and I want to say this correctly, because in in the military, if you don't like or you don't necessarily agree with something, as long as it's not, you know, illegal, immoral or unethical. Um, if the person outranks you, you execute right mm-hmm. uh, where on when you're in the civilian side, it's different because um, you have to be able to influence differently. You have to be able to explain and share your ideas, um, get buy-in and understanding from people in order to execute a big vision. Uh, It's it's not that way in the military. You may not understand at all what you're doing, um, but you're just told to execute. Um, And so I tell people all the time, you know, if if you really want to get great at leadership, go volunteer. Like, go, go try to get people to do something that you have no leverage over and see how well you do.
1: I think, uh, yeah, I think that's a, a a very interesting distinction because you're right. I mean, in the military, like you said, unless it's something you know off the wall or illegal, et cetera, they outrank you. You don't have have a choice. You don't have to understand. You don't. You don't need to get to ask questions. You just have to do what they say. Whereas, you know, like you said, in the civilian world, it's it's much different, and you you have to really apply those. You can't just use your rank all the time to do that. And I guess you know some people do. Um, but honestly, I don't think those people are generally effective leaders, at least not in the long term, because they're using it, you know, they're kind of getting their way by force or whatever, and not really, you know, not really leading. It's more like a dictatorship. And I, I think that's a short term, uh, you, you, long run, you're not going to be successful, you
2: know, uh,
1: having leadership in that way.
2: You, you're absolutely right. You won't have it. And, and I remember when I first got into railroad management, um, I still had a lot of, my military doctrine, you know, was, was my leadership base. And so I remember, um, I told somebody, I was like, Hey, I need you to do this. And they were like, okay, but why? Well, because I I told you to do it. (laughs) Yeah. But, but, but like, why are we doing it? It Doesn't make sense. Look, this is what I told you to do. Go do it. Um, and we kind of got into a little back and forth. Uh, and I was like, look, either you do it or you go home, you don't get paid. Um, because I had, I had been ingrained with that, my way of the highway type of thinking, um, which was taught to some degree in the military. Um, and you learned it, um, just through observation. Well, on the civilian side, you know, that didn't work. He needed an explanation of why he was going out there to do something. Um, now understand I had been railroading at the time for probably two and a half years, and I had got a management opportunity. This gentleman had been railroading for almost 25 years, and he knew what I was asking him to do was was dumb, and it wasn't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, is what it was. Like he he knew this is not a good idea, um, and I'm not going to go out there in this heat in South Mississippi and waste my time moving these cars around that are going to serve no purpose. Like you have to explain this to me, um, and I wasn't able to do it. Uh, And that was that was the the biggest lesson that I learned um, is how to communicate effectively um, and rely on the knowledge and experience of other people. Uh, Like being a leader doesn't mean you have to have all the answers and be the smartest person. You have to be able to tap in all of the resources around you to make great decisions for the overall team.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a I'm sure that's been a super valuable lesson to have learned uh, the hard way there initially, but um, you, you very quickly got the distinction between, you know, as you mentioned, military and civilian leadership. So that's, it's uh, interesting. So we're talking this week again with Anwar Aiken. And uh, look, guys, you know, I talk about it all the time, but um, do you lack the cash flow needed to expand your business, but maybe you don't meet the qualifications of a traditional bank loan? Invoice financing with Porter Capital can help you get the working capital you need when you need it visit portercap.com forward slash Mr. Biz. That's portercap.com forward slash Mr. Biz to apply for a free quote today. So we're going to hit a break here. We're going to come back. We're going to talk to Anwar a little bit more about what he does in a second segment. And uh, you can find out more at anwaraiken.com.
2: Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live.
1: Thank you for listening to Mr. Biz Radio. Did you know our show airs seven days a week for more than 30 hours now? If you are in the B2B space and would like to reach thousands of business owners every week, including our more than 250,000 social media followers, our thousands of daily internet radio listeners, our email list fans, and Mr. Biz Solutions members, email us at info at to become a sponsor. Tap into Mr. Biz Nation to help grow your business.
0: Check out both of Mister Biz's national best-selling books, "Pathway to Profits" and "How to Be a Cash Flow Pro" on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mister Biz. All right, welcome back to the show, and it it's time for the Mister Biz
1: Tip of the Week. And uh, this one uh, came to me uh, literally as I was sitting watching the sunset. Uh, there's a there's a lake, uh, a really large lake, uh, close to our house, and I was sitting on the dock watching the sunset, and this came to me. Is that you often don't realize what you can do until someone tells you that you can't now think about that one for a second and i'm sure you have examples of this in your life where you know someone just told you you know you, there's no way that's a silly idea you can't do that and just fired you up uh got that fire in the belly and and prompted you to do it whereas if someone wouldn't have said that you may have never you know taken on that task that challenge and made and accomplished that goal so Uh, interesting one there. So Mr. Biz tip of the week. And again, let's get back into talking with Anwar Aiken. Again, you can find out more at AnwarAiken.com. You can follow him on Instagram, LinkedIn, Anwar Aiken and both. Um, so Anwar talk, talk to us a little bit more about, um, how you help business owners.
2: Sure. Um, so one of the first things that we do is we come in, um, and I say we, uh, we and my team, we come in and we start off usually with a leadership assessment, um, and, and that's, that's absolutely critical because the reality is no business will grow beyond the leader's capacity to handle it. Uh, so before we start diving into the team and working on building the team and the structure, we see where the leader is, um, where they're strong, where they're weak, where they may need a little work. Um, and then we work on developing the leader first. And then from there, we look at, okay, what are the strengths and the weaknesses of your team? Um, we usually start off with, After the assessment, we do a leadership journey, which is usually a five to six week program, depending on where the leader is, um, to help really raise their leadership acumen and to get an honest assessment of where their team is. And then also understand where they want to go. Uh, And then after that, we kind of tailor programs um, around them. So for the team, we usually do strategy sessions, um, either a, a full strategy session, which is our business shift. Program um, that's usually done virtually, and then we have a full-blown corporate leadership training. Um, if you say if you have like twenty-five or more on your team, okay, and that's that's probably done on on site, I would assume. Yes, sir. That is also done on site. Uh, gotcha. And we come in, and we also off- and for each one of those, for everybody on your team, we also do a communication assessment um, because we want every member on the team to understand how they communicate and how their communication is received by everybody else on the team. What we find most of the time is that teams, they lack the success or in reaching the goals is because they're not communicating effectively. It's not because they don't have a good goal or because everybody doesn't know it. It's because they don't communicate internally effectively enough. They usually assume that they know what the other person is thinking or what they're going to do. Um, and so we clear up those lines of communication and man, you, you would be amazed to see how businesses and and teams take off when you do that.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. Is that, is that typically what you see is why people get
2: stuck? Absolutely. Um, they, most people get stuck in that, in a sense of, okay, I assume that what I say is understood or received or that the person knows what to do. Um, A perfect example is I was working with a client and he said, every time I tell one of my guys what I need him to do, he sits there and says, yep, I got it. Yep, I got it. And then he'll leave. He'll go talk to my assistant and be like, "Okay, what was I supposed to do? (laughs) And, And I said, well, I said, here's what we can do. Every time you have that conversation and he says, "Yep, yep, I got it." then you have to you you then have to dig in and be like, "Okay, now explain it back to me. What what do you understand? All right. Perfect. Now, what are you going to go do? Because there's a difference in people's understanding and then their actual execution of that understanding. Um, and it took about it took about a month, but they man, they they're taking off right now because what he is saying is being understood not just by one person on his team but by everybody on his team and when you have that type of synergy um it takes a lot of that wasted time out and if if you're a small business owner if you're an entrepreneur we understand that time is probably the most valuable thing that we have like we don't have time to waste we don't have resources to waste so clearing up your communication so that your team knows what to do, when to do it, how to do it, um, is 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 imperative.
1: Well, it's it's. I think that's a great lesson, and I'll tell you, Anwar, I <laughs> I had to use that with one of our daughters. <laughs> <laughs> it it, it worked It works on kids. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it. And then you know, whatever there was a task or chore to be done, and I come back and I'm like, what the heck is this? this isn't what I asked for, you know, It's like, well, yeah, you said X, Y, and Z. And like, no, you know Uh, so, but it, it, I think it's, yeah, like you said, it's something that's probably pretty common um, that breakdown in communication that can happen, you know, on the personal level, within your family, with friends, et cetera. And especially on the business side, Um, you know, I would think it's probably more prevalent and you tell me, is it more prevalent with people that are sort of the,
2: the yes, yes man type of people? So it's not really a yes, yes, ma'am, or yes, sir, type of person. I found it on people who they don't want to appear, appear like they don't know. Um, It's, it's people who lack the professional humility to say, I don't understand what you're asking me to do. Um, Sometimes you just have to put your pride in your pocket and be like, Hey, I don't get it. Um, And when you can do that, unless you work for somebody who is just an absolute tyrant, they're going to take the time to explain it to you because they want you to be effective because you being more effective takes that those day-to-day tasks off their plate so that they can keep their eye on the big picture. So it's in their best interest to make you as self, self-sufficient as possible.
1: Yeah, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. I, I'll tell you, I, I learned a lot of my, my lessons in an odd way uh, on war. And that was, the very first manager I had uh, getting coming out of college was awful. Like so much so I was at a, a major company and I just got super frustrated and I was going to, I was started looking for another job and uh, I liked not like my job, but I just could not stand her. And I remember my uncle, thank goodness for my uncle uh, gave me the old pep talk and said, you know, you're at a great company. You've got a great career ahead of yourself. You can't let one person, you know, do this. And he said, you know, you got to make lemonade out of lemons. And so he said, here's what you do. You learn from her. And what you learn from her is how not to treat people, how not to be a leader. And and as odd as it sounded at the time, I'm thinking, what the heck is he talking about? Man, i tell you, it was <laughs> perfect because w- when I became a leader and was first managing people and then leader of large teams and everything, honestly, I thought back to like, you know, how would she handle it? Because I'll do it the opposite way.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah absolutely and and that's a valuable lesson and you know i sit here and i think about something that i heard john maxwell say he said that people quit people don't quit companies they quit people um and and how you how you treat people uh, and it says a lot about you right are people happier when you show up or when you leave it says a lot about who you are as a person um and so but I'm, I'm glad you actually had somebody in your corner who could tell you, hey, learn something from this. Like, don't don't run away from it because a lot of times we do. We run away from those type of challenges or adversities and we don't look for the lessons in them.
1: Yeah, no, that's a super valuable lesson. But well, we're going to hit a break and we'll come back and we're going to learn how to be more, get more intentional.
0: Are you looking for ways to streamline your business? If so, Pulse can help. Pulse is a CRM and marketing automation platform with many features, such as email and text message marketing, project boards, quoting and invoicing, and so much more. If you're a franchise, we also have a franchise-specific version with robust franchise management capabilities. Request your demo today at thepulsespot.com. Again, that's the P-U-L-S-E, P-U-L-S-E spot.com submit questions to the show, email them to info at mrbizsolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz.
1: All right, welcome back to the show. So let me ask you a question, guys. Are you tired of waiting 60 plus days for some customers to pay invoices? If so, invoice financing through Porter Capital can provide cash flow help in as little as 24 hours. To get the working capital you need when you need it, visit portercap.com forward slash Mr. to apply for a free quote today. That's portercap.com. Forward slash Mr. Biz. All right. So I'm sure you guys are have already taken copious notes. Um, getting a lot of uh good golden nuggets here out of Anwar. And again, AnwarAiken.com. You can find out more about how they can help you, how they can help your business. But I want to focus uh Anwar in this this last segment we have together is is helping us. You know, we've got all these distractions, right? Twenty twenty was just a hot mess, generally speaking. <laughs> and overall, a lot of different moving parts, a lot of different things going on, a lot of pivoting going on, adapting, et cetera. And so, I think it's yeah. a great time to really focus in on getting more intentional. And so, I know, I know you have a whole, you know, game plan around that. So, so give us some tips on how
2: to get more intentional this year. Okay. Well, my my first tip, if if you really want to call it a tip. Is if you want to be more intentional, um, you have to stop making excuses. Uh, mo- most people, when it comes to being intentional, um, they just make too many excuses. And I get it; it's it's a lot easier to make the excuses than it is to make the adjustments ne- necessary to actually be intentional. Um, and you have to you have to prevent yourself from falling into those little gaps. Um, or traps that we, we can stumble upon. Like, um, I know a lot of people sit around and they're just waiting for the perfect opportunity. Well, there's no such thing as a perfect opportunity. Um, as you know, and I know, um, just being family men, right? Like, your kids are, are going to be there. Your spouse is going to be there. Um, there's going to be some activity. You're going to have to clean the house or do laundry. Like, there's always a reason um, for you not to do something. Like, there's no such thing as perfect timing. You just have to decide and make the time. Um, the other thing I would tell people is to pick one thing. Um, a lot of times we try to focus on so many different things instead of just narrowing down. OK, I'm going to do this one thing first, whatever that is, and then tap into the necessary resources for that one thing, Um the next thing I would tell people after stop making excuses is create a budget. Um, Most people, when it comes to being more intentional about developing their knowledge and their skills and their ability, they'll say they want to do it. But if you ask them, okay, what is your personal growth budget for the month? How much money have you actually set aside every month to devote on your personal growth and development and getting better people will look at you like, um, what are, you, what are you talking about? Like, I, I don't have a I don't have a budget. I just if I if I see a webinar that I like, then I'll follow it as far as it goes or as far as I want to spend money. Like that's that's not an actual plan. Um, and then learn to set clear goals. And what do I mean by that? If you set a, to set a goal, I always give people this equation to determine whether or not they have a good goal. Everything is going to cost you something. Any any goal that you want to reach is going to cost you something. Um, time, energy, effort, some sacrifice. Is your goal stronger or more valuable to you than the sacrifice or the discomfort that you're going to have to go through to reach it? Because if it's not, you're going to give in to the pain and the discomfort every single time. Most of the time we set small goals and what do people say yeah i was i was going to do it you know but as as i look at it, it it really wasn't worth it no you didn't set a big enough goal mm-hmm. so when it became uncomfortable you quit make your make worthy goals that are worth having that are worth following through on and hold yourself more accountable
1: you know honestly so first of all let me jump in there cuz man tons of great stuff here and i love everything you said the excuse part i think is a major thing for a lot of people i mean at some point or another we probably all have been guilty of that one uh Absolutely. the narrow the narrowing focus is really important um and those who loyal listeners of the show have probably heard me mention this before but you know i suffered from this myself in uh 2019 towards the, like the second half of the year i got so i i was you know the typical entrepreneur mind mine right i'm going in 20 different directions working on a bunch of different things. I got to the end of the year and I was sort of doing a self-assessment on you know, looking at things I got accomplished and what didn't get accomplished, et cetera. And I got pretty disappointed because I was working my butt off, (laughs) but I didn't get anything completed. And it was because Mm -hmm. I didn't have a narrow focus. I literally sat down and wrote everything out. And I was working on 13 different projects the last several months of the year. And I made progress on all 13, but I didn't complete any of them. So it was very unfulfilling and I felt very, I, you know, I was pretty ticked at myself about it. Um, so, so, you know, I learned a lesson there and I, I have to check myself on that because again, as an entrepreneur brain, I'm, I'm always going, you know, 12 different directions. So I have to make sure that I do that. And the goal setting, I love what you said about that. And a lot of people, I don't, I think don't realize that, that, and, and Grant Cardone talks about this. He says, you have to set a goal that will make a difference in your life. Whatever. That, if it's not big enough to make a difference, that's when you quit. That's mm-hmm. when you go, ah, it's not worth it, right? You, you miss, you know, you, you you have a goal to lose 10 pounds, right? And say you're going to go on a diet and start working out and you want to lose 10 pounds. Well, what's your life going to look like if you just lose 10 pounds? Is it really going to change significantly? Probably not. So you go to the gym a couple of times, you're tired one night, you don't go, you eat a bunch of cookies, you know, eat a bunch of stuff, uh, you know, whatever, and, uh, you know, you lose focus because it's like, well, you, if you envision yourself losing those 10 pounds and you're like, eh, not really a big deal. But if you really set a big goal, you know, you know that your life is going to change when you get to that goal. That's going to keep you focused. I, I love that you said that. Um, and, you know, it's in, definitely in congruence with uh, what, what Cardona said as well.
2: So I, I, w- I will say this, and I, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent of setting goals. I think everyone needs to set goals. I think it's how you set goals. Um, I would I encourage people. Well, let me say it, let me say it this way. I don't ask people, what do you want to do? Because that's an easy answer. Right. That, that's kind of a setup. Instead, ask someone or even ask yourself, what must I do? Like we're only in the second month of this year. What must you do? To make this an amazing year for yourself, for your family, for somebody else. And answer that question. That's your goal. Like, what what is it that I, onward aching, right now, between now and the end of the year, what must I do to make sure that this is a great year? When somebody can answer that question, then they have a goal that's worth going after
1: yeah. No, I, like I, said, I think that's super important is, you know, you got to, it's got to be a difference maker for you. Um, yeah, It's got to be, you know, like I said, big enough to really you, when you envision the, being successful, you envision a, a changed life, a different life. It's got to be big enough for that. You know, it, it, look, people have talked about these kind of things for a long time, but I think a lot of times, you know, for some people that goes in one ear and out, <laughs> out the other and they don't really, it doesn't resonate and they kind of just throw it away, but it's so, so important. I mean, Um, of having those big, big goals, you know, you'd rather set a massive goal. And even if you fall short, you know, look what you did, right? As compared to you set a little goal and you accomplish it. And you're like, you know, that that example of losing 10 pounds, you go, oh, great. I lost 10 pounds. Like kind of who cares, you know?
2: And and you're absolutely right. The other thing I think people need to do is find a mentor. Um, Even if that mentor is a friend. Um, I would suggest getting a professional mentor, somebody who's farther along or ahead of you um, that can really show you what right looks like. A lot of times we're moving in the right direction, but we don't see the results immediately Mm -hmm. because But you have to remind yourself, this is a journey that I've never been on. So I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what to expect. And when success doesn't look like what you thought it was going to look like when you get there, you would be like, Oh well, I must not be doing it right. No, you are doing it right. You're just at a different stage or or level of success, but you're still going in the right direction.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it's. Those are gold nuggets. I, I'm I'm sure you guys got a lot out of it. Unfortunately, Anwar, we are out of time. I really appreciate you coming on the show, though. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. AnwarAiken.com. Check him out on Instagram and LinkedIn as well. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks to our show sponsor, Porter Capital. Have a great week, and don't forget, as always, cash flow is king.
0: This has been Mr. Biz Radio. To learn how to become part of Mr. Biz Nation, visit MrBizSolutions.com. For access to free weekly content, subscribe to the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and follow him on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to archive shows, you can find them on the Mr. Biz Solutions website.